Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience-sharing article from the China Fahui, entitled Working Well as One Body to Rescue Fellow Practitioners Arrested for Their Faith by a Falun Dafa Practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November 25, 2022. Greetings, Master. Greetings, Fellow Practitioners. I am 51 and have been practicing Falun Dafa for over 20 years. I would like to share how our local practitioners cooperated as one body and successfully rescued several fellow practitioners who had been arrested for talking to people about Falun Gong. Part 1. Letting Go of Ego Cooperating with Others After the Chinese Communist Party began the persecution of Falun Gong in July 1999, almost all the coordinators in my city have been harassed or arrested. But we weren't intimidated, and there were always some of us, myself included, who stepped up to take over the arrested coordinators' responsibilities. After years of effort, and especially the coordinators' selfless dedication, we have formed one body and tried our best to save people together. From the countryside to the city, Practitioners everywhere established home-based material production sites. Everyone was also attending a local small FA study group and learning from each other. For those who gave up cultivation under pressure, we always found a chance to talk to them and share our understanding with them. Many of them resumed cultivation as a result. We also tried our best to take care of practitioners going through sickness karma. We encouraged them, took turns helping them to study the fa and tending to their daily activities, sometimes for years. The few of us main coordinators in our city kept close contact with practitioners in each district. We always informed our local practitioners of upcoming important events in a timely manner, and everyone actively cooperated. For example, Whenever it was time for the annual China Fahui on Minghui.org, we would contact those with good writing skills and ask them to write articles. The writers would then help those whose writing was not so good to write and edit their sharing articles. Just like that, we motivated each other to submit articles to the annual online Fahui. We submitted many articles in every Fahui, and many of them got published. As soon as we learned of the arrest of any practitioner, we would immediately form a team to rescue them. Those on the rescue team would then work with the family of the arrested practitioner in seeking his or her release. They also helped hire lawyers as soon as possible and sometimes even covered part or all of the lawyer fees. The fellow practitioner's selfless help touched the family members, who often expressed their admiration saying things like, You Falun Gong practitioners are so amazing, 
that I want to join your team. Many family members went from being resistant to actively cooperating in the rescue to then even practicing Falun Gong themselves. When a court hearing was scheduled against any detained practitioner, we organized people to send forth righteous thoughts near the courthouse. Even the lawyers felt the powerful energy, which they said reinforced their confidence and expelled their fear. The evil in the other dimension always tried to persecute us coordinators through various means, but we always encouraged each other and looked within when we encountered any form of interference. With Master's help, we usually passed the tests. Now we trust each other even more and rarely have conflicts. Everyone on the coordination team thinks about how to best let go of our attachment to self and cooperate with each other to maximize the group's efforts to save people. Part 2. Rescuing Practitioners Across Regions Four years ago, practitioner Yun and his wife, who are from our city but who were doing business in another city, were arrested after being reported to the police. We contacted their family and overnight rushed to their city, more than 150 miles away. It was during the month of an important political meeting of the communist regime. There were many checkpoints along the way. We concentrated on reciting the Fa and sending forth righteous thoughts. We passed each checkpoint successfully until the last one. A van with over 10 practitioners was stopped for questioning. A practitioner on that van answered the questions wisely. With master's help, they went through the checkpoint without any danger. To minimize the interference, some practitioners stayed in the van overnight instead of checking into a hotel upon arriving to that city. The next day, we contacted the coordinator in that city and we agreed that the process of rescuing the people was also the process of clarifying the truth. So we should help the relevant officials become aware of the illegality of the persecution and thus stop prosecuting the couple. We first went to the municipal police department where we were told the couple was not detained there. A police officer made a phone call and told us to go to a certain police station. We drove to that police station. I went inside with Yun's family and his co-workers. Other practitioners stayed outside to send forth righteous thoughts. We requested to meet the police director. After he led us to a room, five young, plain-clothed officers came, each carrying a camera. They videotaped us the whole time. I was scared at the beginning. I tried my best to remain silent and avoid the camera. I kept sending forth righteous thoughts to eliminate any fear. Yun's mother said to the police director, Although he is my stepson, he is the most filial one among all my children. You shouldn't lock up such a good man. My granddaughter is in urgent need of her father to take care of some school matters. She is crying in anxiety. My whole family needs him. 
Please release him. She couldn't help but cry. The director was moved and agreed to let her see her son in a video chat. I could tell that the director had a kind side. When we walked out of the police station, I said to the director, You will be blessed for treating the practitioner kindly. Yun has been arrested multiple times simply because he refused to give up his faith. He had just been released not long before his last arrest. When the director asked how long he was sentenced for the last time, I told him, seven years. He was shocked. I said, I hope you can help him within your power so that his daughter can grow up in a complete family. You will be blessed for doing good things. Later, we and Yun's family returned to the city and demanded that the police release him again. A few days later, Yun and his wife were released. Thanks to Master's help, the case that seemed to be serious was resolved. There's one thing I wanted to mention. On our way back, the van suddenly gave out a loud noise and became a little bumpy. We sent forth righteous thoughts and prayed to Master to bless us to arrive home safely. And we did. The next day, the driver sent the van to an auto shop. As soon as he arrived, the van could no longer move. After a check, the mechanic was surprised. He said, I don't understand how you managed to drive this van here. Its clutch pressure plate is broken. The driver understood that it was compassionate master who protected us and got us home safely. Part 3. Arrested Practitioner Released the Next Day One day in July this year, Practitioner Joe was arrested and taken to the local police station. Practitioner Wei and I rushed to Joe's home, moving out her Falun Dafa books and materials to protect them from being confiscated. We talked to Joe's husband and made sure that he understood that his wife didn't commit any crime and he should not be afraid. We notified all the Fa study groups in the city to send forth righteous thoughts for Joe. Some reported the news to Minghui to expose the persecution. We discussed the rescue plan and decided that we shall take this rescue as an opportunity to clarify the truth to her family, police officers, and others involved in her case. We also understood that whether Joe would be released mainly depended on her own cultivation state. We returned to Joe's home at around 10 p.m. Her husband was surprised to see us as the police had just left after raiding the place. We comforted him and urged him to go to the police station the next day to demand her release. Next, we notified fellow practitioners living nearby the police station to help send forth righteous thoughts the next day. When we came back home, it was almost midnight. The next day, practitioner Qian accompanied Joe's husband to the police station. Qian clarified the truth to the police officers and told them that practicing Falun Gong is legal in China and that the persecution is illegal. However, the police stonewalled them and said, We can't make the decision. Please wait at home. Joe's husband was depressed. 
but we encouraged him not to give up and keep trying as long as there was a ray of hope. We also talked to Joe's brother and sister, hoping that they would join the rescue efforts. However, they found all kinds of excuses to avoid it. We didn't give up and kept talking to them. Finally, Joe's sister was touched by our sincerity. You outsiders care so much about her. As her sister, I should help her more. Let me think about what I can do. I felt happy that she was so kind. It kept raining in the afternoon. I called Joe's husband to see if he went to the police station again. He said, No, it's useless to go. They told me to wait at home for their decision. When I heard that, I became impatient and complained. Didn't you agree to go to the police station to seek the release of your wife? They said they would send your wife away this afternoon. He replied timidly, Will it help if I go? I realized that I was wrong, calmed myself down and replied, Definitely. It would be helpful even if you said nothing and just stood there. The positive energy will help you. He seemed to gain some confidence. Okay, I will go right away. After the phone call, I blamed myself for being lazy. I took a nap instead of going to the police station with him. At around 5 p.m., when we were discussing the next steps, Practitioner Wei came and told us excitingly, I got a call from the police station. I was told that Joe has been released. We pressed our hands together in front of our chest to thank Master. Compassionate Master showed us another miracle after seeing that each of us involved had looked inward and worked together as a whole. I feel extremely honored to be a Falun Dafa practitioner bathed in Master's Buddha light. Let us cultivate ourselves diligently, do the three things well, and return to our heavenly abode with Master. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.